talk to me, man. It's your boy, Young Hope. If you turn the motherfucking noise up, we can get right into the proceedings this evening. Headphones at the start. Bring it down a little bit. Okay. Now we working with it. The boy face up and baseline, baby. Welcome to New York City. In my clothes, don't make me have to relapse on these hoes. Take it back out the tax and roll. When I was hugging it, niggas couldn't do nothing with it. Straight from the oven with it, came from the dirt. I emerged from it all without a stain on my shirt. You could blame my old earth for the shit. She- Welcome back, everybody, to Jeff versus the World Presents. I'm not Dave Wrestling Podcast, and I am back for part two. We're gonna do this again. I got my man Manny here. What's up? What's going on, man? Yeah, uh, we definitely tried this last night. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's like it's like writing a paper, man. You do the rough draft, and then tonight, I guess, hopefully, hopefully, is the is the final paper. Yeah, uh, technical issues, product. technical issues. It should have been out this morning, but it is what it is. Uh, we run. Hey, don't judge. Hey, don't judge us, man. Listen, the worst <laughs> thing that can happen to a podcaster, man, is when you have a. And it's always like the fire episode. We we cooked up a fire episode yesterday. And yeah. then it was just like we didn't record. Like really, God, it's never it's never the trash episodes that have, that accidentally don't record or get deleted or whatever, right? It's always the dope ones. So I don't know. Maybe that's a sign. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we should have everything square. You know, I'm recording, you recording. Uh, yeah. So shouldn't happen this time, but it should not. It we should. are back. Here to talk about uh, AEW's Revolution pay-per-view that happened last night. A pay-per-view that is talked about mainly because of the main event and the proceedings that happened at the end and, you know, everybody's feelings towards it, um, even the company's uh, feelings towards it. And it's not, it's, it became not fun now, but we'll get there. We'll talk about that later. I think we'll start this episode off just like we started off uh, when we initially recorded. And let's just talk about uh, your feelings on how Sting has been presented in AEW. And we'll talk about the uh, match that they had for it last night. Well, uh, putting aside the fact that he's 61 years old uh, and has no business, literally no business being in the wrestling ring at this point. um, You know, I think Sting is, you know, look, he's he's I, I guess you want to say they've presented him well as far as the fact that they've presented him like a big deal, um, which is what you should do with a character of that, of that stature. Um, they've presented him like a big deal. They've made a big deal out of him and, and him. So I, that's good. As far as his interactions with uh, team Taz and whatnot, um, I, I think they've been a little too bump happy with, with Singh. Um, they've been, they've been having them take a little bit too many bumps more to my liking. Again, it's just, the thing with me is just like, at this point, first of all, I'm never one to judge someone and their life choices and their decisions. It's like, whatever makes you happy, makes you happy. Do you, but you know, you're 69, you're, you're 61 years old. Like, damn man, you know, Sting, go do something else, man. <laughs> I'm sure you've saved enough money in your life. You, you, you've traveled the world 
more times over. Like, go write a book. Go do something. You know, go, 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 go hike the Andes. Like, just do something more productive with your life than bumping around in the wrestling ring. But hey, but that being said, um, you know, I think they presented him well. I mean, I, 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 I think they presented him about as well as they as you possibly can. Um, the only issue that I have is, and I'm sure we'll get into the match itself, but the only issues that I have with him is, again, him taking the level of bumps that he's been taking. Um, that doesn't necessarily sit well with me. But, you know, overall, I think they've presented him well. Yeah, um, I think the presentation has been um, okay. Um, I think that with an attraction or with a, a star or someone in his stature as staying, um, mm-hmm. I don't think he needed to be on the show every week. And I didn't get a chance to say this yesterday, so I'm glad we are running this back. Um, I had more time to think about it. And it's more of a thing of, well, if Sting's supposed to be a special attraction, um, like your legacy star that you know you, are, you guys are hanging your hat on, coming out every week just became taxing to me. I understood why. Trust and believe. I, I got why. That's not the issue. Mm-hmm. It just became like, well, is this special anymore? Because he's just coming out a week, standing there sometimes, maybe give you two or three sentences. Uh, you know, they had a nice video package, regardless of even if I like joking on it, them calling each other hood, they're, they're hoodlums. And I was <laughs> staying the 61 year old hoodlum. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> from Venice beach. Yeah. Our, right. Sure. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go with that, that's fine. Um, so they did do some things, right? I just don't think he needed to be on that every week. Um, they did a great job of bringing them, you know, just that initial, Oh, you know, sting is here. I'm always worried about, the in-ring stuff, and that's why I was, I gave the thumbs up when I was happy that they did a cin- uh, cinematic match, because you know you can all cut. Let's do this A B C D because you. I don't think we even see Sting didn't even take a bump in that match. If I'm not mistaken, in the in the cinematic match, I yeah, mean, I, uh, I, I remember him. I mean, he took basic bumps. I don't think you know about as basic as a bump can be, right? Well, he I wasn't on his back the- a lot. Is what I'm saying. No. I think I think he took maybe like one power slam, a couple here and there, a couple here and there bunch punches. I think he took like one big bump from what I can remember. Uh, but you're right. I think he probably didn't take he didn't they didn't do too much with him from that yeah. res- in that respect. And again, the visuals for the match were just awesome. Um, they did everything right in that match. <laughs> you know, they got Sting over. They got uh, Darby Allen over. That was the goal, and I'm glad they did it. And kudos to Darby, uh, kudos to my man Ricky Starks for just bumping his ass off a of sting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they no they made uh, they made uh, Cage and and uh, and I damn I always forget his name Ricky his Starks. Name? Shit, Starks. Yes, yeah. you just said it. My bad. Um, Starks and Cage look like a million bucks. So yeah, uh, yeah kudos to them. You know, I'm not a huge. Uh, I mean, you've talked about it at nauseum, but. You know, I'm not a huge cinematic wrestling fan. Uh, I'm not a huge ma- fan of the cinematic matches. Um, they they do kind of take a little bit extra, a little bit extra in this in the suspension of disbelief more so than you need for a wrestling show. That being said, though, I understand in in the case of Sting, The Undertaker, why you do them. It, they make total sense. Obviously, I get it. Um, you know, but as far as just the technical production of it, yeah, it was tremendous. I I really enjoyed 
the camera work, the lighting, the, the, the cinematography of it all, you know, it, it was well produced, well put together. Um, yeah, credit to credit to AEW. You know, that that was uh, really it, I'm not a fan of it, but it was a well put together spectacle. Yeah, they did a good job at it. You know, WWE does a good job. They do a good job. Um, uh, Impact does a great job with those things. Um, it's just something that, you know, you thought was a one-time thing. Okay, then you thought it was a Matt Hardy thing. And now, look, it's like, you know, every promotion can pretty much do this um, if they want yeah. to. Um, I'm in sidebar. I'm surprised. I'm, I'm sure Flair's like, can I get one of these? Like, I'm sure y'all can get me in one of these. Right. Yeah. You know, Rick is trying to sign up to, to for this. He, he, he can't wait to be a part of it. Uh, probably. He probably won't get that chance. They don't want to risk it. But I could just, I know he's like, man, maybe, maybe somehow y'all can get me, pencil me into one of these matches. And I guess that would be fair to a certain degree of, you know, him thinking like, why not me? Um, but that's neither here yeah. nor there. Um, yeah, I guess we can move on and we can just talk about some of the matches just uh, here and there. Uh, how did you feel about the um, ladder match? You know, I know I initially said it just went too long. It was fine. The winner was fine. It just six people in the ring. It shouldn't be that long. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we talked about it a little bit last night, but um, you know, or we talked about it a little bit more in depth last night. But I guess we'll go back to it. Yeah, I I, uh, I thought the ladder match ran too long. Uh, it, um, AEW still has not figured out um, the right length in their gimmick matches. You know, I kind of feel like a lot of their gimmick matches run a little too long. Um, you know, I understand AEW's big thing is letting the performers perform, letting them tell the stories in the ring, and I'm all a fan of that. I, I just think that there does, there has to be a fine balance there. You, you know, you still are in the entertainment business. You still are putting a show together. And, you know, there does come a point where things do tend to run too long. Less is more in, in, in a lot of these matches sometimes. And especially when, especially when you're in a situation where you're, you're in a gimmick match, like a ladder match, you know, especially when you tend to run wrong. And, and a ladder match is one of those matches where if you run long, it, it, just, it, just, it just gets real spot heavy. And it just, doesn't, it just kind of feels like my spot, your spot, my spot, your spot. You know, it, instead of it really kind of telling a story and then hitting that right crescendo. So... I think it ran probably. I, I probably would have shaved in a, probably a good two, three minutes off of it. Maybe five. Yeah, that's um, what I'm thinking. Five. Maybe five or six at most. Um, I would have shaved off of it. Um, but the but the right guy won. Um, yeah, I have no problem with who won. Um, you know, uh, Scorpio Sky needed that, especially after after the the whole. <laughs> the whole uh, Jericho thing a few months back. Um, you know, the more I thought about that last night, it just aggravated me more and more. I thought about because I was like, they really, it really was just like a they, here, they shut really up. Did try to, they really did try to pull a fast one. They they really did try to pull a fast one. So, um, but hey, for the sake of not rehashing history, uh, Scorpio Sky was a well deserving uh, winner, and uh, let's see what they do with them. You know. Um, it, let's see what they do with it. Let's see what story they tell with that, because I think they can go in a lot of different directions with that. So yeah. it, it's, it's, it's rather interesting to see what they uh, come up with on Wednesday night. Cause I think he definitely gets his shot. Wednesday. he does get his shot Wednesday night, right? Yeah. I think it's been announced, right? Yeah. yeah so I, I wouldn't, the show. I definitely wouldn't be shocked to see him um, upset. Uh, I don't know if you want to call it the upset, but I wouldn't be surprised to see the uh, title change. 
Uh, because yeah, I, I, mean, feel, I feel like they're going with a heel Scorpio Sky right now. So I can somewhat see that if they really want to, okay, let's get this guy going. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily think that um, Darby Allen needs to talk because he's just over. Yeah, he's over. Um, Darby Allen's that type of character that kind of like Bray Wyatt in WWE where you don't really need to. He doesn't need necessarily a championship belt. Not quite not to that degree, but I think he's a guy that you could kind of you could have him doing off to the side, doing his own thing without necessarily competing for championship belts. It helps, obviously, but I don't think he needs the title. Um, Put it on put it on a Scorpio Sky. Let him run with it. Plus, you know, the cynical side of me. I just thought about this. The cynical side of me, right? A W W. What you know? What have we been talking? What's been the biggest news story in, in wrestling the last week? Right? Oh. Bobby Lashley winning the WWE Championship. Right. You know, black guy WWE Championship. You know, a, a little bit of goodwill. You know, you know, the cynical side of me wants to think that uh, maybe A W makes a title change on TV, gives it to a young strapping black man and uh see look guys we're 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 woke too so uh i'm not gonna say you wrong um <laughs> i thought uh uh all the uh, everybody in the match did a great job from cody scorpio sky pentagon max caster uh yeah it was a good match it was a good match again it just ran too long you know it just kind of got too long there you know, at the end there, it just kind of felt like, okay, guys, go home, go home. You know, it's, it's like, we get it, we get it. Go home. one more ladder spot. No, 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 go home. But you know, the shocking thing about that match is who I really enjoyed, and this is just me watching it again this morning. Lance Archer, he is yeah, really good. Yeah, he's he's really good. He's another guy that I really like. He's kind of one of those guys that's kind of bubbling under the surface. Um, that you know, whenever they decide to pull the trigger on him and kind of strap a rocket to him as well um he's got a really good look he's good in the ring um you know his promos are okay i mean he's um, he's reinvented himself in new japan he just went there and it was just like tearing up yeah and it was like he came here i'm like well this is working over here in aew he just know? he looks more comfortable in his own skin right now in aew you know he was a guy that always had a little bit of an awkwardness and now he's he's just fully found his character and found who he wants to be. So I'm really interested to see. I, I meant to bring that up last night. I didn't. But, yeah, I, Archer really, really um, showed me something in that match. And the last thing, um, the, the five-minute shave would have been all the Cody nonsense. <laughs> that's yeah, that's the five. That's yeah. that's where the five minutes fall in at. Especially when, uh, you know, the guy gets hurt, you wheel him out, then he doesn't want to go or he goes away for a few minutes and comes back out. That's been overdone in wrestling for I mean, since the beginning of time, yeah. But but especially like when you're already running, you're already tend to run long. You you could have just cut that whole part out. You didn't need to do all yeah. that. Um, we'll move on to back. We'll move back, and we'll talk about the opening match. Uh, the tag team titles were on the line: the Young Bucks versus Jericho and MJF. And as I said uh, last night, this match. This is okay. The Young Bucks have a style. We all know the style. It's mm-hmm. either one or two things. Either you like it or you don't. There's no in between about what they do in the ring. It's people who <laughs> like it. I've never heard anybody say, eh, you know, you know, you know, it's either nah, I'm not with that, or, you know, I like it. But for this yes. match, I felt like they should have came in with more aggression. You, <clears throat> your father just got be, uh, <laughs> beat down by Jericho <laughs> and MJF, and y'all out here doing cartwheels and flips and five-star matches yeah like like, no you supposed to come in there like fuck all this we beating y'all up 
at least for the first, what, five, ten minutes. No, I agree with you. It's one of my pet peeves, though. It's one of those pet peeves in wrestling that I have, especially modern wrestling, where it's too showy. It's too performative, you know, and and they're not the only ones that are guilty of that. There's a there's a lot of guys on that roster that are guilty of that same thing, too. A lot of guys across many promotions that are guilty of that, um, you know, where it's, you know, at the end of the day, still got to get all your moves in, still got to do, you know, the wrestling stuff. You know, I just like sometimes sometimes I just, you know, I think wrestling fans just want to see a fight. You know, they just they want to see a fight and they want to see a believable fight. And, you know, and I think that's what that's what intrigues you the most about. You know, I know we'll get to it when we get to the main event, but you you, you want to see a little physicality. You want to see like, yo, this is like, OK, you know, obviously we all know it's scripted. We all know it's fake, obviously. But, you know, when you when you start getting overly performative, it just it just kind of takes away from 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 the. The, the, the illusion that it's a fight that these guys are really feuding and really don't like each other. Yeah, because it's if it's a blood feud, if it's gotten to the point of, you know what I mean? You just, you know, you've done something to a family member. We shouldn't be sitting here like, okay, here we go. Let's lock up. Oh, you know, let me, it's just certain things that it just didn't, it didn't feel right for the type of match and for the how it was set up. And right. I understand that, you know, some. I, I'm pretty sure that uh, older tag teams have talked to the Bucks before about their style. I'm almost Bucks, it, yeah, they have. I'm sure they have. It's just, it's just the Bucks are comfortable with that style, man. That's what, that's who they are. That's that's what's made them famous and has made a name <clears> for themselves. So you know, they're gonna do, they're gonna play the hits. You know, but you know when that style and. It, and in a way, I kind of respect it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they know who they are. They they know what they do best. And, they working with got them to know. the dance. There's nothing wrong yep. with it. They, that's what got them there, and they are working with it. But also, too, I, for a team who talks about a tag team like the Rock and Roll Express, which they're somewhat, uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. the sons of them, you know, of the Rock and Roll Express, because, you know, the, you, we all know the Rock and Roll Express were baby faces who pretty much got beat up. That's yeah. that was who they were, and I think yep. if the young bucks would take more of that instead of being so more flashy, then other fans would be a little more receptive to it. Even the, like the, even with the Rock and Roll Express, then you had uh, the Midnight Rockers, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty, the Rockers, whatever they were called. Um, same thing. We are going to take a lot of the uh, bumps, but we'll get our stuff in when you know hot tag and you know they were the baby faces. They were they were fighting upward. Sometimes yeah, it just they, you, it just doesn't feel like the Bucks are fighting upward. They feel like, no, nah, we're not going to do that. And I, I think, you, bro. I think the only time they really done that so far is with FTR. I could be wrong. They may have done it before, but I just know mm-hmm. they did in the FTR match. And of course, they're going to do it with the FTR match because the styles, those type of they mesh well because yeah. they're going to be grounded. They're not going to try to do no, you know, all that stuff and keep up with you like a. Pentacon Jr. and Ray Phoenix might try to do because you know they can keep up with the Bucks. They may be better than the Bucks, <laughs> arguably. Yeah, that's you know yeah. up for people who, to want to debate for themselves. But yeah, I just think wish they would play more of the fighting upward instead of like, nah, we just gonna get our shit in. Yeah, man, it's it's a typical Bucks match that you've seen a thousand times over, right? Um, yeah, you know what the Bucks are. The Bucks are like that rapper that only makes like club turn up music, and then like once in a while he'll he'll come up on a conscientious song and actually kill it, and be like, damn, why doesn't said rapper do more of this? 
And he's like, nah, man, you know, I sell records making this, so I'm going to do this. You know what I mean? So that's what it feels like. It feels yeah. like the Bucks are comfortable in their own style. They feel like they've gone platinum. They've gone double platinum with this style. So they're just <laughs> going to ride it to the wheel. Yeah, ball. who about to tell them? Nah, yeah. stop that. And, and, and you know what? I kind of respect it. You know, in, in, in a way, I do respect it. It's, hey, they're comfortable in their own skin. They know what they, you know what they do best. Mm-hmm. And they're going to do what got them here. So I, and, I don't think you could be knock. I don't think you could be mad at it. No, no, you can't be mad at it. And this is coming to somebody who actually, uh, I'm not going to, I guess I'm a fan of the Bucks, but I don't like l- love them like, oh, people owe the Bucks because. Oof! I don't even want to talk about that. They do have a very, they do have a very Stanish uh, fan base where Oof, it's like they're the greatest tag team. Yeah, it's scary in history. Yeah, I, I like the Bucks. I'm actually more praising of the Bucks than I am critical of them. But I do get the criticism, and it's very valid. It's like, yeah. you know, you, you got to switch your style up a couple times. You, you can't just keep having the same matches. I think they get away with it because they are a tag team. But I think if they were singles competitors, I think that's a little bit. That's where you do have to have a little bit of more of a diversification of styles. But I think where you could get away with it more in a tag team because it is a tag team. It's not necessarily, you know, a singles guy where you're carrying you know big time money feuds like that. So well, wasn't that the uh, thing that um the 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 knock that Brett used to get was it Brett or Flair? One of them used to get that knock that their matches were always kind of the same. I might have been. Brett. I don't know. I don't. I think maybe Flair, because I think Brett always, I think Brett was known for having a, a real vast diversification of, of matches and styles. Remember, I mean, Brett is the type of guy, I mean, remember the 1993 King of the Ring, where he had three matches that night, and all three matches were different. Like, yeah, you know, okay, so it must have been match, Flair. He had a brawl, he had, you know. It must have been Flair. Somebody, I just couldn't remember. I know it was one of those two that they were saying, oh, you know, and you may be right about that. That was a knock, but you know, it kind of went away. It wasn't, yeah, I mean, and I, mean, I think it was a it was around that era when everybody was writing books too, back in that time. Where, you yeah. Know, so yeah, okay, whatever. It could, I mean, it could be. I could have been, but I, I honestly don't remember. But, but something tells me it was more flair than anything. I think you're right. That flair guy that got that same that knock, where all his matches were kind of the same and and stuff like that. So I mean, and you can kind of say that about any act, right? That right. Yeah. All their matches are pretty much the same. I mean. You know, if, if you've seen one Hulk Hogan match, you've seen them all, right? You, you've seen, you know, even Shawn Michaels. You know, for as great as Shawn is, you know, a lot. I can I can point out three or four Shawn Michaels matches that are similar. You know, even for as great as he is, so you can say that about anybody. But I I get the sentiment and I get the criticism that yeah. you know you do have to have a little bit of a diversification of style. You, you can't just necessarily always have that same performative style in each and every match because it does get redundant after a while. And I've like, seen the Bucks do okay, it. Okay, we've seen. Yeah, we've seen it. Yeah, we've seen it. We've seen it done. Yeah. Um, I think it was in Ring of Honor. They had a they they were around this time in Ring of Honor where I want to say it was Matt. And they were they like his back had got hurt. So in matches after it, he was playing it up like my back is like screwed up from this match. And yeah. I think it went on for a couple yeah. of months. And I was like, oh yeah. wow, this is different. And they really, I was like, okay, but you know, people, you know, wrestling fans got short memories. About, I'm trying to think back. I'm trying to think back to when that was. That was like early 2010s, wasn't it? Like early maybe. I don't even remember when. Yeah, I don't even remember. I can't. No, it was I, that I, I far. I think it was like around uh, 17. Because they were even doing it in Japan. Even when they were wrestling out, they go to Japan and he would still sell the bat. And they would talk about oh, really? it on conference. Okay. Yeah, they would like, it was a re- like a long like storyline, maybe for almost a year or maybe six months. And they would play. And I was like, oh, they really are doing something different. Like, it's not the same thing. It's like, okay, I got a screwed up back and everybody knows it. And we're going to, you know, work it like this way. But, um, mm. 
Yeah, I mean, um, I thought it was a great match. Um, I know we talked about it last. I don't know if you want to bring up something about like too many false finishes. <laughs> oh man, no, I, I won't go. In, I won't go on a whole full full tangent like I did last night. No, man, I just I, 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 talking about pet peeves in wrestling, man. That, that's one of my pet peeves, man. It's just this overly, overly produced false finish shit, man. It's like we got to stop with this in wrestling, man. And it's not just AEW; it's every promotion. Every promotion does the same thing. They fall in victims to the same thing over and over again now, where it's just like every match, um, it, it's just countless false finishes. False finish here. The guy takes a finisher. Oh, false finish. The guy takes another fi- false finish. Yeah, it just, it's it's too overdone. You know, talking about diversifying the styles of the match, I mean, this is a this is case in point. You know, every match should not have the same thing. Like and last night that was I guess that was one one of my big criticisms of last night's show. I mean, like you had you literally had about three or four matches where you had false finish, false finish, like three or four false finishes in each and every match. Like and legitimate false finishes, like like a guy or gal hits a finisher, false finish. Guy gal hits another finisher, false finish. You know, guy gal goes for a run up, false finish, turns into a submission move, false. Finish. Like it just it's too much. It's too much. Yeah, I can understand that. And you know, and I think who's also gotten really better with that, and that's Ring of Honor. I don't know if you keep up with like that TV show. They've got. I have not kept up with Ring of Honor in some years, man. I used to. I used to be a Ring of Honor nut, and you know, I'd say in the last three to five years, I have not kept up as much as I should. I mean, I still know what's going on. I'm, I'm following along, but I, you know, I can't tell you. I sit there every day, every week, and I'm following Ring of Honor. TV religiously. Yeah, I haven't either. I think I started back. I really got back into it last year um, when they they officially had their um, streaming service go from ten dollars a month. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll, now I'll get it. And I I don't watch it every week, but I watch it here and there, and I'm just noticing the matches. Oh, this match is just over, and I just start seeing it in other matches. And now I'm like, oh, this is different. They still have the false finishes. Now that's not what I'm saying, but I've seen they gotten better with. Uh, when they use them and what type right, of matches right. that they use them, and, and that's and that's all my point is like I'm not anti the false finishes because I do think it adds to matches, but I don't want to see it every single match, every single pay per view. Like honestly, like I would only reserve that for your big time matches and and like big matches. You know, what I'm saying not some run of the mill main event on a on a you know non big time pay per view. Like I'm talking about you know. You know, you want to tell me the the main event of double or nothing? You want to do a couple false finishes in a row? Like, okay, sure. Like, I, I can live with that. You know, some, a C level pay per view on a December night, <laughs> and you got six matches, and all of them have fifteen false finishes. Like, yeah, that's a problem to me. That that's that's <laughs> when you're, that's when it's overproduced and overbooked. Uh. Absolutely um, nice opener, though. I mean, it was a nice opener for the show. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice opening match. Um, you know, it, Jericho, MJF, uh, the Bucks. I mean, you can't you can't go wrong with those four gentlemen in the ring, right? I mean, those guys, uh, even on their worst day, put on a passable match. So, uh-huh. um, yeah. I don't think I've ever asked you this before, and I'm glad we actually are redoing this. What's your feelings on MJF? I like him. I like him a lot. Okay. You know, I, I I like him a lot. I, I don't know if he's funny. Like, like, you know, when you use the term money, like this is a guy you, you, you put the strap on and just you build around. I think MJF is the guy that works with the guy that makes money. If that, it, 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 you, you catch my drift. You know, that that's, 
you know, he's the guy that works with the guy that makes the money. Um, but that, but there's a role for a guy in, like that in wrestling, right? I mean, you, you, you need a, you need a dance partner. Um, I think he could be a very good, you know, upper mid card to main event level heel. You know, I think he could be that guy. You know, he's got he's got he could talk on the mic. He's got personality. Um, he's a he's he's a, he's I, I like him. Yeah, um, he's he's uh, he I, you know the microphone. That's what I think I enjoy the most. But I'm not sure right now. Well, it's going to be dependent on what they do on Wednesday because this could be the end of Jericho Lee <laughs> uh, leading that group because they're talking about changes and. Change is going to happen Wednesday. Yeah, so they're, we'll setting, they're setting that up. They, yeah, they're, they're setting that up for something big to go down on Wednesday night. Um, they were not very, they were not very coy on that one. So yeah, they're setting it up. Yeah, um, I think he's going to be one of those young pillars. As far as you know, this is our guy. This is you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, this is that. This is this is our guy. We standing with. Um, and going to that, uh, we can talk about the uh, Casino Battle Royal tag team they had. And as I said last night, <laughs> whenever they do the history of Jungle Boy, just be ready, cause yeah, man, Jungle Boy, Jurassic, Jurassic, yep. Jurassic Express already got the music. You know, the fans are kind of behind him as far as a team. But when he goes solo, and I've noticed this in his matches lately, people just it's it's that it factor that people talk about. It's just there. Can't explain it. You just know it and you see it. And Jungle Boy has that. And you can tell how they treat him. And even when his matches, even when he lose, it's like, oh, man, you were rooting for him, but he just came up this short. Even his matches, the way Jim Ross and the commentator, other commentators try to get him over. Like, oh, yep. great effort. It's just I like what they're doing with him, and he's the, he's the second pillar as far as, you know, this is these are the young guys at AEW where – they're gonna the be able to hang blocks. that hat out. These are the building blocks. These yeah. are the building blocks. Yeah. No. I, good. Good point on on Jungle Boy. I I think Jungle Boy is gonna be a hell of a underdog babyface one day. Um, hell, he's already there now, halfway. Um, he's 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 gonna be a great underdog babyface in that in that in that same vein that we've seen that throughout wrestling history, right? Where that guy that just gets close, you want to see him win. You know, you have him have good matches with a lot of big time, credible opponents. And, you know, maybe he'll come up just short, but then when he finally wins, man, it's going to be special. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it, he, he's, he's, he's special, man. He's, he's special. He's got a good thing going to, him. I'm not as high on him as you are, but I, I like him. He's, he's, he's again, he's, he's one of those pillars. The same with MJF. Just, you know, I like them. I, I don't love them necessarily. I don't think they're guys that. Oh yeah, they're you know they're going to be the, the 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 number one guys in the industry per se. But they're they're good building blocks, and that's the good thing about AEW, man. I, I think AEW is doing some good things in regards to that. They're not falling into the trap that I think TNA fell into for a lot of years, where they're relying a lot of older vets. You know, AEWs. You know, they still have their veteran guys. They still have their former WWE guys. But you can tell that they're foot, they're putting an emphasis on building their guys, the guys yeah. that they they've nurtured, they've discovered. Maybe not discovered, but nurtured and have brought to the prominent brought to prominence, and and building those guys up as their pillars. And, it's and nothing wrong. It's nothing wrong with saying discovered because I mean most of these guys were on the in, independent scene, so they this is their big break being in you know yeah. TNT yeah. and AEW. Yeah. Um, and it's 
just thinking about it, like MJF, uh, Jungle Boy, they've had a feud. You know, MJF has gotten the better of Jungle Boy most of the time, and like they've been building that up, and you know, in the mm-hmm. background as, as well. And then you look at a guy like uh, I can't wait to see John Silver by himself. He, he's just, yeah, he's just yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, man, is yeah, he has this like third and fourth gear that. Nobody else has on on that roster, and I'm pretty sure somebody else has it. But it's just him, and you just see it, and you like it's a drive there when he gets in the ring, when he gets going. It's like, oh, this guy's like, he may be short. It's almost reminiscent of Daniel Bryan. I say he is Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. but it's almost mm-hmm. in that same vein as how Daniel Bryan, you know, get that get that second and third and fourth year going. Win. Yeah, yeah. When, that, when he hits that, he hits that. I don't even say that, that third win. When he gets that third win, man, it just takes it up. Like when he just when you know Daniel Bryan's about to turn it up, like he just he turn it up on your ass. Like that's yeah, I get it. So we got this uh this uh casino battle royal <laughs> uh another match that went too long. Yeah, battle royals are like tough. It, it's you know, it's just and you know Especially tag team ones. Right. And my thing about that is they could have just said, you know, when one of the partners get eliminated and both the, the team is eliminated, but yeah, I, I guess time or whatever. Um, uh, who ended up winning this? Pac and um, Ray Phoenix ended up winning this, so they'll be going against the uh, Young Bucks, I guess, soon or next pay per view. I'm not sure whenever you know they're gonna set that match up, but that should be fun to see. That should uh, be a good. That should be a good match. That should be a fun. Yeah, match. I don't expect. I don't expect the Bucks to lose. And you don't expect the Bucks to change their style either. <laughs> oh, if anything, this is like let's show each other up. Let's yeah, who can right? yeah because this I, I, you know how Ray Phoenix get down. He's a cheat code, so he's probably oh, like yeah. he probably salivating right. Yeah, now. he, he like, oh, by himself he can do insane stuff that the Bucks just can't do. Um, he's probably sitting there. He's probably sitting there like, oh yeah, this is it's go time now. Yeah, um, but is he, he just. It's kind of weird because I think I said it last night where the Lucha Bros should be the tag team and maybe should have been tag team champions by now. You know, that's to up to debate. But they just don't, like, haven't got that push yet. And maybe it's because of the Yeah, I'm, sh- I'm surprised by that. Yeah, I, I, we talked about it a little bit last night. We don't got to go too in-depth with it, you know, because, you know, I feel, like, I feel like the women's division, and I'm sure we'll get to the women's match, I'm sure, soon, but... You know, the, the the women's division and the tag team division are still kind of the areas that AEW needs working. Um they're, 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 I think that I think they're you're they're farther along in the tag teams than they are in the women's, but I, I think the tag team division still is a work in progress, man. Um, you know, they, they have a lot of teams right now that are kind of middling around, no real sense of direction or purpose. Um, you, you got the Bucks, uh, you know, and then you kinda got everybody else. I mean Jericho, MJF, who knows how long they they're a tag team. Um, the Lucha Bros. I mean, you got a lot of teams that right now are just kind of just muddling around outside of the Bucks, really. I mean, is, is there like that second tier of tag team in, in the eight? It just feels like uh, it's, it's, the, it's Bucks. the Bucks and then it's everybody else. It's the Bucks, FTR, and then everybody else. Yeah, I forget FTR. I always forget FTR. Yeah, it basically basically the Bucks, FTR, and everybody else. Um, you know, kind of just hovering around, um, which is a problem to me because, you know, yeah, I think that they have a lot of talented teams and they have a lot of talented individuals in those teams. So you would think they'd be, be able to find better I'm, use of those guys. But I'm almost wondering: are a second set of uh, tag titles about to come into play? I'm I'm, I'm always thinking that because I'm just like, yeah, I can see that. Ha- 
happening. Because then you, you got teams like the Proud and Powerful, uh, two teams in dark order, uh, who you know, other uh, Jurassic Express. Uh, the, what is that team called? The Varsity Blondes. <laughs> like, like you have yeah. all these teams, like the the Guns, the Gun Brothers. The guns, yeah, yeah. It's like the co uh. Cody's little group of people. I think it's a tag team within there. And it's just like, yeah, you got a lot of teams and maybe you need to have some second uh, secondary titles that you have on Dark and whatever else the show they got. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm I don't know if I want to do that just yet right now. Just, just you know, I think you still gotta build up your main tag team titles first before you really go to a second title because I don't know. That to me is kind of taken away from that. I mean, it doesn't take away from it if you keep it separate from everything. You know, if, you, if you if you keep it separate, like ah, oh, let these titles be defended on dark and call them something else, so that teams like your uh, Varsity Blondes and and Jurassic Express and whoever else, uh, Butcher and Blade, you know, it's just so yeah. they got a lot. Like you said, you got a lot of teams. It's just like you don't have enough especially, on the top. Yeah, I know. I, I wouldn't be anti it, especially if they do produce this second hour of TV or the second television show that they're that's been rumored about. Um, and hopefully they do the right thing and keep it keep talent separate and maybe do their own basically quasi brand split. Um, you know, I wouldn't mind I about that. tag team titles. If, if everything stays the same, I don't think I want a secondary tag team title. But if they if this new show um, does come to pass and they do what we think they should do. And yeah, I guess I guess having a secondary tag title isn't isn't necessarily a bad idea. Have their own little uh uh <laughs> uh BS NXT where it's away from uh right. dynamite and you know you keep it. Right. I guess you want to call it. See, it's, it's kind of weird how they do dark because they'll tell you, you know, this person has had a ten and two record on dark and see I haven't I haven't watched dark at all so. I need to. I need to get. I need to. I need to watch Dark a little bit more because I have not watched Dark as much as I should. I don't think I only watched it once, one time. Really? Yeah, I think how's that was early. How's the presentation on Dark? I, I won't even. T- similar. I don't, don't want to even tell you because it was like when it initially started. Mm. I'm sure it's changed now, and I think from what I heard, it's just basically you know it's still like pretty much the same setup. They just record a bunch of matches. Interesting. Okay. So I wonder how long that crowd sits there. Like, damn, what time did that crowd yeah. get there for you just to record like those many matches for basically? I think they said the show started off with like three matches, and now it's like they have like almost. <laughs> it's an hour long, right? I don't know because people say it's too many matches on it now. I'm not sure. Is I'm not sure if it's like a thing of if it's like an hour, two hour, or is it like oh we got these ten matches and we are gonna get them all out? So <laughs> I, I'm not sure. <laughs> We 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 rec- we record these ten damn matches now. Y'all just have to sit through them. It's over when it's over. You can watch well, it when hey, you want to no- watch it. Nothing nothing will ever be longer than Raw when those three hours and then they're doing main event and you know freaking two o five live. Yeah, I said God so, help God help us. I took a break tonight. Nine o'clock. I went and watched Black Lightning, and I came back at ten, and I stopped at ten thirty. <laughs> so. Oh, like, you already know. I, hey, I'm on the West Coast, so uh, <laughs> I have the I have the uh, matter of fact. Raw's about to come. Or it's been on there now for an hour, but um, yeah, man, I just kind of I have the I have the I have the uh, the luxury of just kind of fast forwarding through things and yeah, rummaging through what I don't like and do like. So and that's a plus. Um, what else? Oh, let's talk about the signee. We. They, 
talked about it. Uh, <laughs> Paul White came out. The and big signee. Yeah, the big signee. Um, which, after sitting with it after last night, I still the same. It, it was fine. I didn't have any expectations. So it didn't bother me like it bothered some others. It was Christian Cage. Came out, signed the um, contract, and walked away. So I guess we'll have him speaking maybe uh, Wednesday on um, Dynamite. Um, I think he will be helpful, you know, in that mid-card main event spot, you know, up in somewhere in between those spots. I think he'll be able to help out uh, guys that might be on their brink, your Scorpio Skies, your Hangman Page, your, you know, even a even a Jungle Boy or even a MJF, or, you know he can work with. He can pretty much mm-hmm. work with anybody if they want to have him heel or babyface. It wouldn't even matter. Um, he will be helpful. Um, but I did see a lot of people just like were really disappointed. I don't. I, this is what I saw this morning. People really thought that it was going to be Brock, and I was shocked. Oh really? They really thought it. Was, oh, it should, I thought it was going to be Brock or Punk. Uh, I can't believe it's Christian. I thought he signed with WWE. Blah 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 blah. It was a whole bunch of stuff on Twitter, and I was like, "Man, these people are really serious." They thought it was. They thought Brock was no. I could I could see wanting somebody a little bit of a different uh, caliber than say a Christian, but damn Brock! I mean, you really was shooting for the moon if you thought Brock Lesnar was was coming. Yeah, through. that's like. Are you thinking? Like, think about what you're saying for a minute. Right? Yeah. Come on, man. That's that's a pendulum. That's a that's a huge pendulum swing right there, man. No. Yeah. Nah. I don't even think I don't even think AEW could contain themselves. You know, a week <laughs> to reveal to to have Brock come out. I think it would have been leaked already. Oh yeah, that would have been way like, before the show. Yeah. Not have been like a nah, nah. We got you. We got your boy. Nah, uh, no, but I but I get the disappointment, man. You know, Christian is. You know, is is Christian a needle mover? You know, is he is he a guy that you know the 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 housewife in Montana who who watched wrestling back in nineteen ninety nine but fell out of it? You know, does she go back to wrestling now because Christian's on AEW? Like, no, it, 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 he's not that guy. So I think that if you were just looking for that guy, that big name that's going to move the needle, that's going to oh, this is a this is a potential pendulum swing here. You know, if you if you had aspirations for that and Christian is what you got, then uh, yeah, yeah, I, I can see being a little disappointed. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't disappointed. I kind of feel like the way they hyped it though, it's like, eh, really, Christian? Yeah, they. Yeah, over, I think nice. they, they they put a lot they on it. it. They put a lot on it. I mean, and hey, they should overhype it. I mean, at the end of the day, they should make a big deal out of it, whether or not it's worthy of that big deal or not. Obviously, right, but. They but see, that. that being that, that being said, I, that's the danger of that. You know, you make a big deal out of it, and it's like it's Christian, and it's like you know, it's like you hype up, hey, we are gonna have filet mignon tonight, and it's like, oh, this is just regular old skirt steak I get from Kroger's every other week. But you know, it's like, oh, but the problem, <laughs> the problem with that is, you're starting running the running the risk of sounding like Impact sounded. And when Impact will always, we got a big signee. It's gonna yeah, shake up, true. you know, you, you and and that's yeah. what happened when a lot of people got turned off from Impact. The, oh, the, the Tyson Tomko specials <laughs> when they come uh, out of nowhere, like oh we've got, a, oh it's a big deal. And it's, it's yeah, it was like they were always uh, Dixie Carter was always coming out there talking about it's it's something's gonna rock the wrestling world, change the <laughs> business. What? No, it's not. It, they've never no. had anything like that at ever. No. The closest was Kurt Angle. The closest. And the bad thing about that with is he shouldn't even ask him to even been wrestling at that point, right? <laughs> but that be- was the but that was the closest 
that because even when when because I remember when Kurt Angle made the jump, I was like, oh, okay, this now we talking now, okay, now yeah, like, it, 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 like okay, people look, you know. people paid attention because it was like, oh, okay, but also people, I'm, I don't know what's inside the business knew like he's not in a good place, right? So right. it was kind of like one of those things like fans were enjoying it, but insiders who knew were kind of like, yeah, I don't know about this. I guess here's my question because Christian is Christian. We 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 both agree Christian probably wouldn't have been our our first choice to bow, you know to to hype up in that regard. But that being said, I think Christian is valuable and he's going to help that roster. Uh, but 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 who is that guy then that would that would literally be like a needle move? I mean, Punk, right? That would probably be the only guy at this point um, in time that would just really be like it's nobody. It's no if if. If AEW would have came around when Punk left, immediately when he left, and after those 90 days and whatever days that he just left and he was gone and he would have came, that would have moved the needle. He's so far removed now, I don't even think he would have moved the needle. And that's what I was trying to conversation I was having with somebody. I think that time is done with him. Um, I, I disagree. I, I think that there's still there's still something there with Punk. I really do. Um, something and, and maybe there? Just, yes. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But not needle moving. I, I even think needle moving. I do. I, I, I maybe it's the maybe it's the punk fan in me. The bias there makes me still. I, I, and I'm totally with you, right? Like obviously, if, if this would have happened back in 2014, if AEW was around back then, obviously this would have been a much hell. Even 2015, this would have been a, a, you know punk going to AEW leave after leaving WWE would have been a much bigger thing. That being said, though, I, I still think that's something that moves the needle. Even and now again, moving the needle by how much? You know, I'm not sitting there saying that literally. You know, AEW is going to go from having you know 1.5 2 million people watching their show to you know 8 million in the span of a week. I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is like I think that Punk signing with AEW and coming out, I think that's a oh shit moment. You'd be like, oh okay, you know that that that's that's a good, you know that's a good that's a good jolt, you know that you get from I, that. So Punk would give them a million. He would give them a mi- I think Punk would he would give them a million viewers. I, I want to say oh. each week. I want to say oh, that, really? but I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's, there's no. I, this is all just anecdotally, right? None of us have real evidence to prove this, right? No. But I think I think that there's still. I think there's still some. I think there's something still to punk the star power. Um, I think that obviously everybody's heard about the way he left WWE, so they're going to be. In, and then the first time him coming into a wrestling ring is in AEW, a direct competitor of WWE. I think there's, you know, again, now it it all would depend on what they do with him, how they present him. You know what I'm saying? That that all obviously would play a role in that. But I think Punk is kind of the only guy. I, I, that, that's like not in WWE right now. Like, like obviously, if Roman Reigns made the jump, okay, yeah, that, now that's something different, you know. You know what happened you with know. Punk? I'm going to tell you what happened with Punk. And this is somebody who was a big Punk fan. I am mean, still am a fan of his. Like, I still can go back and enjoy his matches for what they were. But you know, it's one thing about a wrestling fan they don't want to hear, and it, it and it's something that I had I had to really pay attention to in the last five to six years. No wrestling fan wants to hear a wrestler talk about wrestling as a job. And when, I, I don't I don't I don't understand that. I, I like, I'm I, with I, you. I, I'm with you. But hear me out for a minute. As soon as Roman Reigns said, I just want to make money, do what I'm told, people hated him. 
are other things too. Just not that. But that was one of the things that people went to because he talked about it like me going to my nine to five job or you going to your nine to five. Who know a regular person getting up going to their job. And wrestling fans hate that. They do not want to hear that. I, I understand that and they're a bunch of fucking morons. True. You don't Absolutely. Think that you, you, do, you, do, you, do you think uh, – you, listen, this idea that you want your wrestling fan, you want your wrestler to eat, breathe, sleep, shit – you know, basically whack off wrestling 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Like, stop with this. It's a job. It's a business at the end of the day. At the end of the day, it's a business. They sign a contract. They perform. They get paid. It's a business. Sure. And, and yeah, I get it. There's something to that. It's just like you're, it's just like your athlete, right? Like, you don't want to hear your – I'm sure you don't want to hear Kirk Cousins on the Vikings say, you know what, I don't give a fuck about football. I don't want to hear I'm Kirk Cousins here. at all. I'm just here. But, but you know that's – Deep down, that's how he feels, right? Like, maybe not giving a fuck about the football part, but you know, deep down, he's a guy that is well paid, well compensated. He likes to make money, and he and he does. He plays a kids' game, you know what I'm saying? So this this idea that like, oh, wrestlers have to be loyal to the to the art. Get out of here with that. You're being a mark. Stop it. The problem with that too is, okay, you wrestling fans want it that way. Fine. Look at somebody like Sasha Banks. She talks about it as love, but it's so many fans out there who say, oh, she believes her own hype. She shouldn't be talking like that. So I'm like, which way do you want to have it? But back to punk. Anyway, once he came out, you know, he talked about WWE. No, you're not wrong, man. You're not, you're not wrong. Obviously, I get this, 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 this clear to this clear, there's clearly a point there, right? I'm just saying like, like this idea that like, oh, you know, wrestlers can't look at this as a business or as a job. I mean, shoot, that's what the that's what the the OGs did, like, right? But they never came out there and said it. Man. They never came out there and said. It. And if yeah. you did say it, you had to be like Flair. You had to be in in character, or it had to fit your character. You couldn't come out there and say, uh, "Come out there and hit a uh, Marshawn Lynch." I'm just here to get paid. You know, <laughs> fans are just fans are weird in that way, and. I, I get it to a certain degree, but then I also I'm just like, but you're grown just like them. Uh, I think that's that's fans of a of a certain complexion. If you catch my drift, oh, but, well, uh, that too, you know, that too. You know. <laughs> but you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised that yeah. some of them same ones that look like us be saying that nonsense too. But uh, then I I got to I got to meet these people. Then. <laughs> Lord, no, uh, no. bruh, seriously, like, come on, wake up, come back to me, Earth to. Earth to whoever. But, uh, you I, know, I, to make it short, I just think Punk will move it. I, it will, Punk will move it to a certain degree. Do I think it's going to be earth shattering? No, because I think people, it, I think we got kind of a glimpse of that when we saw him come back to uh, Fox and work on that show. Um, I forgot what the show was, uh, name of the show. Uh, backstage? I yeah, think backstage or whatever, you know. People tuned in that first week and then it kind of died off. It never got back to well, like, they because they knew it was bullshit too, though. To well, it's Fox like, that hired him, you know, and like, it, once yeah. they got, uh, he wasn't coming back. You know, it was like, oh, I'm not sure. I just think sometimes, you know, with, with even with your musical acts, you grow out of them. You just grow out of them. Sometimes you just grow out of people that you used to like. And I think a lot of his fans kind of just grew up and gravitated. If they still watch wrestling, probably gravitated to somebody else. Maybe you may be right. I, I still think that there's something there to, for, to to 
to to to tap into, and, and you know he can hook you with his words. You know, oh, no question, yeah. You know, he could he could he could instantly, you know, grasp you if the if you know. if, if 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 the love is there, like if not love, but if the drive to do it is there, if it's just to do it to get a paycheck, because you know, Punk was that guy that like he he loved the business and he would do certain things for the business. And then, you know, being in WWE kind of took that joy away and it became a job. Right. Him. And he, you know, so right. it just, it was a grind and I'm not going to hate that man for that. You know, that's just, it is what it is, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe he is, maybe yeah, he is, no, maybe is, who knows? No needle mover. There is no needle mover. I mean, again, outside of like a huge, you know, person jumping ship again, Roman Reigns type level, guy jumping right it would have to be somebody like like, that it would have to be somebody right now in the in in the shit in in the midst of it like whose contract just got up like oh shit uh randy order randy order contract just went up and he ain't signed back a month later uh double or nothing uh, randy Orton comes out and rko's kenny omega that that will move it that will move it yes randy moves it yeah that will move it Hell, if we debating Punk, I think Punk moves to me way more than Randy Orton. But when I'm speaking up, see, you're speaking somebody who's distanced from the business. He he's pretty much have distance right, and away it. from the business. Orton is still right there, so it would be that. Oh shit! <laughs> like yeah, I, I get okay. I get what you're saying. Yeah, you're right. I, I yeah, it, it's just my nature in me to hate Randy Orton. So I'm sorry, but I mean, <laughs> he woke now, ain't he? <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. He's, he's, woke Randy. He's woke. He's he, he, instead of Randy, he's Rashad. Rashad Orton. Oh um, no, <laughs> <laughs> brother Rashad Orton. Uh, Rashad Randall Keith Orton. Uh, nah, man. But no, I get what you're saying. I, I, yeah, Randy would have Randy. It, it would be an oh shit moment. I oh, oh okay. I, if if that's not if, just in case, people might not like that one. Let's say da- Daniel Bryan. Let's say his contract was up and he just came to AEW. That would move the needle. Yeah, Daniel Daniel Bryan would move the needle. I think you know, and, and 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 I'm I'm capping to a certain extent, but I think I think Orton would move the needle slightly. Like there'd be a couple weeks where, like, oh, a couple people, a few more, maybe uh, seven hundred thousand folks will will tune in just out of the sheer curiosity of it, you know. But you know, would it last long term? Nah, I don't think so. Yeah, that's the that's the whole thing. Um, they would have to have something there to keep people there, and I think that's the issue with. Uh, you know, with WWE and um, AEW and, and NXT too. You know, yeah, they are especially with AEW and NXT. They are basically playing tick for tack. Which, yeah, and I, I don't even think AEW is really at fault. And this is not me capping for them. It seems like AEW has has been on a mission to do certain things in a certain way in a certain time manner and just keep going, 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 going. You could tell with COVID, it was like they almost had a plan. It was like. Where NXT would come with mm-hmm. these big matchups two weeks from there, and it was like, "What? Why are you just throwing these matches out here?" It was a thing of like, oh, "No, we got to get these ratings to win," and I don't think they needed to do that. I, I, I don't think even neither one of them needed to do anything like that. And I'm hoping that NXT does move to Tuesdays to give each to give everybody that room to breathe. I agree. I think it would be best for both companies. Yeah, I, that that head to head stuff, man. I, it 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 worked at a certain time in in the business's time and and in our lives, but I think right now audiences are so fragmented that I don't think it works. Now. If anything, it causes more damage than good. Um, 
because you could still compete with so like you could still be competitors and you be on a Wednesday night, you'd be on a Tuesday night. Like that's that's still that's still you're still comp- you're still competing. <laughs> you're just on different nights. Yeah, um so we'll get back to the show. Uh let's talk about the tag match of Miro, Kip Sabian, Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor. Really wasn't nothing there. Yeah. I think that was a match to get Miro over. Um but I know we can As just it should be. We can gush over Orange Cassidy all day though. <laughs> hey man. I won't so I won't uh, I, I won't gush too much tonight because I gushed him over enough last <laughs> week. But. The dude is the dude is the dude, man. The dude is the dude. That's how I'm gonna put it. The he's different. Dude. He is different. Nah, he's different, man. He's he's got you know as high as you are on Jungle Boy. That's how I feel about Orange Cassidy. To me, he's the guy, man. I think when AEW figures it out and straps a rocket to him, he's not there right now. Uh, let me preface that he's not there right now. It, it still need to, it still needs to slow cook for a little bit. Still needs to slow cook, but you know when we finally get crowds back in fully and you know, give them a good six months of, of, of good program, good good matches with, with some big names. Uh, he's re- He's there, man. He's ready. Like, I, if you put the rocket to him, man, I think he's not just not just face of the company. I think he's got superstar potential. Like, that's a guy that's going to make you a lot of money. And you just got to be willing to run with him, man. And again, barring injury, you know, barring him doing something stupid and catering or, you know, saying something stupid or, you know, tweeting something stupid or you know we find out he's a perv or something like that you know barring anything like that you know he's got star potential written all over him man i I just i'm a huge orange cassidy orange cassidy fan uh same here i think he's dope i think he's different i think that that's what wrestling needed like that type of a character that's the key word different and that's what yeah everything about him is just which you what, what a company like aew needs that that you don't that. see you don't see an orange Cassidy in New Japan. You don't see an orange oh. Cassidy in in WWE. You don't see him in Evolve. You don't see him in PWE. He is different, right? Um, so are we time? Oh, we could talk about the ladies' match, which I think got a lot of heat because uh, not a lot of heat. Excuse me. It was a lot of um, things talked about this morning on Twitter because I guess the podcast. This guy has said um, the only reason why she is in the position that she's in is because uh, she's Kenny Omega's girlfriend. Yuck. Just imagine somebody saying it on a podcast. And I'm just like, really? This is the same shit we went through with the Bellas. Like, the Bellas were. And it's like, like, okay. Okay, let's just say that is true, right? Like, let's just say. Okay, she's she's Kenny Omega's girl, so she's getting an extra rub that she would have otherwise gotten. Maybe that is the truth. It's no different than anybody. It's not the first time we've seen that in wrestling. It won't be the last time we've seen it in wrestling. Like, come on now. Like this idea, this idea that we've never seen this before, or that 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 it, it doesn't take away from the fact that she's still deserving. She's still very talented, really good. And that's you know, my issue. That's my issue. Like, okay she wouldn't be like people really think she wouldn't be featured if she wasn't with Kenny Omega. Yeah. When you get a chance, when you get a chance, I retweeted it this morning so you can just look at it. It's like a, like a 30 second clip or whatever. I see. I don't even, I don't even want to pay attention to shit like that because it's like people just that are hating for the sake of hating. Like, why are you hating this girl? She like, come on, man. She ain't done nothing to you. Like she absolutely works her ass off in the ring. 
and clearly outside the ring for that company and for it for just for somebody for a male to say that in 2021 what the fuck were you thinking like live because podcast people always want to do because people always want because when it's not their famous favorite female wrestler getting that attention right now or you know in this season so now everybody wants to make something more of it than 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 meets the eye or or what it needs to be like shut up shut up and 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 like and if that's the case so what so what like like honestly like we like you haven't seen this across wrestling since the beginning of time this is the first time you've ever seen that like I, nepotism at its highest form like stop shut I, up i just thought that was a disgusting comment and and then during it he was like, oh i'm gonna have to edit this out or no you know you shouldn't have said it no nah, you, you know don't you yeah idiot. like you knew you shouldn't have said it i think it was like a youtube stream thing and somebody might it's have just, called it. it it's just cloud chasing bro it's just cloud chasing at the highest form and it's, it's stupid, and I hope people kill them for it because you sound like a hater. And we don't mean actually kill them; we mean like let them know that. <laughs> right, right. Yes. <laughs> and what oh shit, they talk about killing people. Let's, no, we talking about yes. letting it's, them know uh, how uh, killing killing is colloquial for um, slander. Yes, so we hope people slander them, in which they have been getting. Which I was happy because cool. I'm just like, Good. you just sound crazy. Like that's just something to say just to be ah, whatever. Anyway, uh, Sheeta and. Mitsunami had a excellent match. I thought it was a good match. It was it was a it was a strong style match from two Japan women who really went out there and bust their ass. And I think Sheeta is the right champion to have at the company right now. And as we talked about last night, it's just you know they need to take more care of all the other women because you do have talented women on that roster. They just yeah. need to you know. Work on it, and if if that's another show catered to the women, if that's just getting more women on dynamite, something needs to happen. Somebody needs to, and hey, you know what it might be? It might be one of those things where they actually do get women, like how the performance center has um uh 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 what's my girl name um I can't think of her name now. Damn, it's gonna bother me. But they have that uh. Woman, I can't think of her name. Hey, the, you got a point. It's right there. Yeah, it's right there. I can't think of her okay. name right there. But she works with the women. She was a former, you know, she didn't make it to WWE, but, you know, she was working the independence. At one point, she was the probably the best woman wrestler in the world that nobody knew because she wasn't on TV. But now mm-hmm. she works with the women there. And I'm sure Beth Phoenix is there, you know, coaching or maybe giving ideas and stuff like that. And that's what you need. You need more women. While it's cool that Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega is like, Heading up the women, maybe we need you know another women there. Somebody maybe like a jazz or I don't know. I'm just throwing out women right now. They can come in yeah. and say, hey, you know, do this or do that or help the other uh, women out to give that perspective that the men probably can't see right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nothing wrong with that. Look, I, I think the AEW. I said it before earlier. Um, you know, I think it's still a work in progress, the women's division. Um, I, I think the tag team division is I'm, – I'm a little higher on the tag team division right now than I am the women just because I, I, I don't it, – it's a deep division, but I don't know if it's a division that's got a lot of superstars in them. You know, I think I – think, you know, when I look at the women's division, I think it's an ensemble. I think it's, a, it's an ensemble piece where it's got a lot of really good B-plus – and I know that term is now coded in wrestling, B-plus players. No, not like that. I mean, like they have a lot of good, solid acts. I don't know if anybody's face of the franchise carrying the division or carrying the company 
as as like a Sasha Banks or a Becky or you know they don't have a four horse they don't have that level of talent but I think they've got a lot of good solid women that you know can be assets and build that division and carry that division for years to come you know maybe they don't have that that transcendent superstar figure but I think they have a lot of really good talented women that can carry that division and be good so yeah I agree with you I think uh showing more focus to the women and whether that be more time on TV, on dynamite, whether that be another show, whatever that may be, um, you know, pseudo women's promotion, something, Something. I mean, just whatever, right? Like whatever, whatever means to get the women more attention. Um, Hey, I'm always into, I'm always, I'm I'm always, I'm always in line for. Hey, if you have to say, um, okay, we got two girls. Okay. Y'all, y'all working with impact. Y'all go to Impact for three months. Hone your skills. Yeah, work not? over there. Like you why know, what I'm saying, yeah. Like I guess that's what the, this is the working relationship is for, right? To help each other out. So absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Why, why not? So we're here at the main event. <laughs> this is still just this is just funny to me. Um, main event again. We're going to stop the exploding the, the exploding barbed wire match. Exploding barbed wire, exploding barbed that, wire. That didn't, that didn't, that didn't Man. quite explode. Didn't quite explode at the end. I got what they were going for, and the more I thought about it, too, the story of um, uh, your man coming out protecting uh, uh Moxley. I can't remember names right now. Um, I thought was cool. I thought the more I thought about it last night, I was real cool. I was like, you know what? I know that the explosions didn't happen like they wanted to. And, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. There's nothing you can do about that. And regardless of how AEW's acting now about it, like, oh, don't be sharing it and blah, blah, blah. It was this and this. Like, they're being really defensive about it. It, it. it was just something that you couldn't help. Like, it was a mistake or something to malfunction because I think they have, um, if I'm not mistaken, they had practice videos or or, or pictures of them practicing and seeing how it was going to look. And it was so fine. What was, the, what was the explosion supposed to look like? Like, was it supposed to look like some infernal match shit or um, what exactly was it supposed to? You know what? I can send it to you right now. <laughs> yeah. Send it to me. Yeah. I'll send I'm, it to I'm cur- you. I'm like, I'm curious on what exactly was the, yeah. Was going to be the end product? They basically was, yeah. it was the match was supposed to end similar to how, when I believe it was Onita and Funk, Terry Funk had uh, that oh, match. Oh, like that then? Yeah. Where I want to say Onita came back to the ring. Uh, they had a match, Onita won, and it was kind of like similar. Like the ring was about to explode, but Anita mm-hmm. was leaving, and he's like, no, nah, I can't let him explode like this. And he just covered on, like he just protected him. So, yeah. Um, well, yeah, what is your man that came out name? I can't, why can't I think of his name? Right uh, 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 Eddie Kingston, right? Eddie Kingston, Eddie Kingston came out and was like playing a needle part of protecting uh, John Moxley, right? Uh, whatever it was supposed to be a big thing, it didn't happen. I get it, but that story was still there. Of I'm going to protect, even though we got beef. I like, like Cam right. said this morning, this was some Vegeta shit. That was basically what it was, it was like some Vegeta, let me save Kakarot shit. And 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 I I like that touch of it. It's just again, it's like it's it's all a part of a set piece. It's all a part of a presentation, and it's like well, one piece of that set piece or that presentation, especially the end, right? Yeah, 
like it. it or not, people are sticking around for it. It's like it doesn't. Right. It, it comes off like a dud. It still it hurts the overall. You know what I'm saying? It just hurts the overall presentation. It hurts the overall. It hurts the meal. You know what I mean? It just hurts what you just try to cook up. Good, good match. Even though, even though it's not my no, type really, of thing, it, it was still a good match. I think they did everything they were supposed to have. Like everything worked as far as the match, but that ending. Woo. Yeah, the the ending left a lot to be desired. Um, just because again, it just it just came off like a dud, right? But I I think it doesn't. I, I think it shouldn't. I think in the in the in the in the right now, it'll come off as a dud. But I think eventually people will expect will will go away from that and just respect the match for what it was. It was a good match. I'm I'm a little different than you. We disagree on this. I'm I'm always for some car, car, carnage candy. I like a I got I like a good street fight. I like a good tussle between my wrestlers. I like my rest. I like my wrestler to be a little, little dirty. Street you know fight is fine. Just, a, <laughs> just exploding death match. I, it's just as no, I, 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 it's just insane. It's like yeah. what? <laughs> but see, but see that type of, but see that type of gimmick, that type of stipulation. Obviously, I don't want to see it overdone. Like no, I don't no, want to no, see no, another no. exploding bar. You know, th- this is a, this should be a blood feud. I don't even think we should have seen it in this match because clearly they're not done with Kenny and Moxley just yet. Right. Like I think it was meant to write off Moxley potentially for when he goes on and be a daddy for a few months. Um, so I think that they've set that up that way. Um, but to me, this should be the end of that feud. Like this should be the closing finale for this feud. It's the end of the chapter. Current form. Yeah. This is the end of the chapter. I don't even, yeah, I don't even think it should be the end of the chat. I think this should be the end of the book. Like when you're closing this book on these two performers, that's it. That's where you. Oh, that's not going to happen. you you end like that. That's if that, that and that's like the a, problem. If it's, that's, if that's it's just a transition to something else, or if this is a transition to another match, then it just feels like really that that's kind of stupid. Like to me, I don't want to see another exploding barbed wire match for another two three years. You probably like, that's what I, you probably won't see it for a while. But as far as Kenny and Moxley go, it's always going to be that underlying beef there. Even if they right, right. And, I, and I'm not, I'm not saying like I don't I don't want to see them fight again. I'm just saying this current feud that they're in. Obviously, they're going to break off and do other things in their time in AEW and maybe revisit that. They're always going to have their there is always going to be a connection there. There's always magic with those two, right? Mm-hmm. There's always heat with those two, right. whether positively or negatively, face heel, whatever. But I'm saying this story that you're telling with these two, this should be the end of the story right here, instead of it just being kind of like a a pause point or a transition or an intermission, it just kind of feels, it, it just doesn't, it didn't make sense. You could have did something else and accomplished the same goal, in my opinion. Eh, yeah, I, I can see where you're going with that. Like, if you go, this match should have been like the, this is the last time we'll ever, <laughs> you know? Right. This, yeah, this, yeah, 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 like yeah. Like, if you're going to, if you're going to do, let's say, let's play this out. You do this a double or nothing, right? And this is, this it. this is it. Like, this is the blow off. We're not seeing these guys. For at least another two years in the ring together, right? Like then that's when you do this match. But yeah. To do it now and then, you know, six months from now, you know, Moxley returns and you know you're doing a now instead of that you're doing a IED match or some shit like I, whatever, right? Like whatever name a name a damn. I don't even, see that's the thing. I don't even know where you go from here. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, um, yeah. What do you do? Where do you even? How do you? What do you do? Like now you gotta 
and that's the other problem with that too. Is like now it it almost feels like you have to one up this, you especially because of the, you not even go. just from the match itself, because of the dud that was that end right there, right? That you almost now have to one up it. Like no, now we now we just can't have exploding barbed wire. We gotta have a fucking IED, like for real, an IED, like a bomb, like a like like a like we bomb. can't yeah, yeah. We, we can't go back to a one fall <laughs> sixty minute match. Nah, man, you, can't, you can't you can't you can't go to a straight <laughs> wrestling match right now. Like nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so uh that was pretty much the show uh although i would do i would do i would do the greatest wrestling match of all the real in quotations oh god the no. real greatest wrestling match of all times just to troll wwe not that again um i know <laughs> i i think i think i think the aew's had enough of trolling right now um because right. everybody trolled them this one i think uh one of the guys from um uh uh yeah, somebody really some, cease and desist on, no, no, no. on Yeah, well, they got yeah, they they didn't want that I think they got a lot of people to, to take that video down. Come on, Tony. Like nah yeah, man, you yeah, gotta yeah. come on, man. Come on, man. But also I think somebody from WWE was like, Yeah, make sure you check out Raw tonight, it's gonna be explosive. <laughs> uh, I think it was your man Slapjack. I think it was him. One of them dudes uh, from uh that group, Retribution. Listen, retribution ain't exactly in a position to be making jokes. Well, I mean, I mean, if we re- if we really be in a hundred, I mean, the checks clear, so I don't think they worried about it. Too hey, much. Yeah, yeah, you right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day, them checks is clear. So we'll leave it up for that. But yeah, that was the show. Um, for me, the greatest like whole uh pay per view. Look, man, like I said last night, they really got us to pay fifty dollars. <laughs> For a pay-per-view in the pandemic era. And that's kudos to them. Because a lot of people yeah. paid for this last night. And that tells you yeah. that AEW is, you know, they, they got some people ears. They got some people eyes. And that's a good thing. And that's what you want. My problem with them now is, okay, you had something that happened that didn't go you guys' way. Now you're pouting about it. Like the best thing for you guys to do was to like laugh it off. Just laugh with us. Like right. it was, it's something that happened. You can't be in t- on the joke. Yeah, be in on, be on it. Don't be all. Oh, we gotta get these videos taken down. And Tony Khan being all uh, sensitive and just listen. But it didn't see, work out like we wanted. That's the ultimate criticism of AEW, right? It's like when things are great, pat us on the back. We're so great. We're so this. And then when when they face a little bit of criticism, it's like, oh, well, why are you criticizing us? It's like, nah, man, you got to take the good with the bad. You got to take the criticisms. You got to take the, you, it can't just all be all praise. It's easy to, it's a, it's easy to, to, to bow in the face of praise, but when it's time for the face of adversity, that's where you, that's where, that's where you really show your, your true colors, man. And your true metal. You know what I mean? Look, it didn't go off the way that, that you wanted to, but that doesn't take away from the show. It doesn't take away from the, from the match itself. I think once we get away from it, I think we once you get a couple weeks away from it, I think people can look back and say, "Oh, okay. Well, overall, it was still a good match, a good show. Moxley and 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 Kenny work well together. These are our two. These are these are probably their our two. These are our two top guys. Um, so you know, and obviously, like you just said, this pay per view looks like it did numbers, good numbers for them. Um, it helped. Yeah, it's crazy that they're they're getting people to buy fifty dollar pay per views. It, it helps that. It's, yeah, definitely in a pandemic, but I think it helps also that you know they're not doing pay per views every month. You know, they're, they're they're timing these things out well and well. They're they're booking to them. They're booking correctly, where they're building everything up to these pay per views when they come. So I think that helps. I think people appreciate that. 
Um, I still think I wish that we can go back to a, a time where we didn't we didn't have pay per views every month. I'm an old school guy like that. I think you have maybe five pay per views a, a year, and you build those up to be the biggest pay per views you can be, and uh, you just go from there. But hey, we probably at least on the WWE side of things, we'll probably never go back to that. But um, yeah, AEW's got a good thing going, man. That's the thing. That's I guess that's what that pisses me off, right? Where it's like. Why are you doing this? Because you got a good thing going right now. I, I I said this last night. I enjoy AEW. I think I I I enjoy AEW way more than I do WWE right now. That's not to say that AEW is perfect. That AEW does everything right and WWE does everything wrong. No, like anything in life, right? There's nuance. There's things that WWE does well that that they do that they're well ahead of on AEW, and then vice versa, right? So. You just pick and choose. But I think AEW right now, they know the type of wrestling show that they are. They know the product that they want to be. And they, they just, they book to that. And I like that. I respect that. It's it's common sense booking for AEW. That doesn't mean that they do, they, they're mistake free. No. But I think they, they, they have a good roster. Um, they know what they're doing. And I like their product, man. And that's what, is, that's what should matter. So because a damn barbed wire didn't explode. You know, because they didn't look like Beirut out there. It doesn't mean that now all of a sudden, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I just I just said I just sent the clip to you too. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll check it out. I'm, I'm interested to see, but yeah, just because it didn't look like Beirut out there doesn't mean that now you just you know whatever. But yeah, yeah, I, man, good show. If if I was to grade it, I give it um I give it a solid B. You know, again, I, AEW has yet to put out a bad pay per view. Yeah, they haven't put out a bad pay per view. This pay per view was fine. This paper, if I can sit there and enjoy myself, then you get a th- thumbs up from me. I'm not gonna do all the like. Five star for this, three stars for this. No. Oh, no, I'm not doing that. I don't want to do that anymore. I'll leave that to Dave Meltzer. <laughs> that's what. That's, that's why this show that's is Dave. called. Yeah, this is, I'm not Dave, so I'm not sitting there doing all that. If the matches move me, then they move me. If they don't, they don't. Um, and I just think they had a, they had a good showing last night, even with uh, the big thing. You know, the big elephant in the room that we all know about was the explosion didn't happen and that's what everybody was looking forward for looking forward to excuse me and it didn't happen mm-hmm. so shit happens i just want AEW to be more uh self-aware have fun with it like you can have fun with this on our social media stop being such a mark for yourself that's yeah the even, problem with AEW. even john moxley came out oh, you know this is kenny omega can't make a a bomb worth shit like, he was joking about it that's what you're supposed Perfect. to do that's like, what you should do. You, yeah. you, you incorporate that into your storyline. Like, look, you know, you fucked up. You know, because the heel, because yeah, obviously, right, that's perfect wrestling right there, right? The heel concocted this, and the heel didn't didn't do the job because he's less of a man than me. So, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, you could just, it, it's, yeah, man. It, it's not that difficult, man. If anything, you turn more people off. You make more people upset at the match when you, exactly. when you don't, when you don't take it, when you don't, when you're not in on the joke and you don't just laugh it off. Had they just laughed it off, nobody would be talking about it as much. Today. Nope. Nobody would have. It wouldn't have been a big thing. It may have been some jokes still. That's what you know. You got to take a joke. That's the one thing. But that's, you got defensive. That's the world we live in. Yeah. You got defensive. Um, we're going to get up out of here because this is our second time doing this. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we apologize. And we apologize if, we, if, if it felt like we were skimming through these as opposed to kind of giving them in-depth review. But, yo, man, it's hard. It's hard to go back over topics that you literally went in-depth with and discussed literally 24 hours ago. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, well, it won't be a third time. <laughs> nah. So uh, nah. we'll be back uh, hopefully after Fast lane, 
Maybe. Yeah, we're we're don't still, hold we're still us up in the air when we're gonna come back on it. We got some we got some ideas that we got cooking up post WrestleMania, but as far as uh, in the next couple weeks, uh, we, we might yeah we might just give the the, the just because you know because the last night didn't turn out the way we want to. Why not come back after Fastlane and and yeah. if nothing else, if nothing else, you know, we could start our preview for WrestleMania. I guess. Yeah. Um. So we'll be back in some shape, way, or form. If it's not for Fastlane, maybe we'll give a pre-WrestleMania show and then do the two yeah. nights or whatever, or do something. We'll we'll figure it out, but be on the lookout. Uh, that's why y'all gotta. That's why y'all gotta keep tuning in to the Twitter to the Twitterverse and keeping up, up. You know, keeping yourselves updated. Yeah, we'll put we'll put out there what we're gonna do in advance, so we let y'all know, so y'all can tune in and check it out. Yeah, because um that one idea uh. Last night, yeah, I think that's a go. But um, before you go, right. get the people your uh, all the stuff you're gonna be getting into, all the stuff you got out right now, and all your social media. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, well, y'all know me, Andy Brown, co-host of Any Given Sunday. We got a new. Je- I'm actually editing as uh, multitasking here, talking to my guy Jeff, uh, editing the show that we just recorded today, and that should go up here in the next 15 minutes. New episode, any given Sunday, sports, politics, a little bit of everything in between. Uh, Today's episode, we get into your man, Andrew Cuomo, and his uh, pervish ways. So we get into that. Uh, We recap the All-Star game. So we do a little bit of everything on that show. Check us out. Me and my man, Josh Rodriguez. Shout out to Josh. Um, Yeah, man, every week, every Sunday, new episodes. And then I also got another podcast coming out, new podcast, I Love Baseball. First episode dropping next Monday. Me doing a deep dive into the world of baseball, man. Weekly guests, you know, have everybody on there, you know, beat writers, national writers, friends of mine, family, the whole nine, man. It's going to be, it's going to be dope, man. We definitely need more, more POCs and covering baseball, man. That's my first love. So, uh, that's a passion project for me. So, um, very excited about it. So definitely check that out. And that'll be available on all podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google, etc. Same thing for for any given Sunday, by the way. And then I also will be on Dead End po- Dead End Sports, which is another podcast that I am frequently on. Uh, that's a YouTube show that drops every Tuesday live at nine. So check that out, man. So yeah, we working over here, man. We busy over here. So uh, check it, check me out everywhere, man. And then you can follow me on Twitter at D Manuel Brown, Facebook Manuel Brown, Instagram D Manuel Brown. Um, yeah, I'm everywhere, man. Check it out. Yeah, um, y'all know what it is with me. Jeff versus the world on Twitter, uh, Facebook page, uh, and on Instagram, the real Jeff versus the world. Look out tomorrow. This episode to be up, and also when actually it is past twelve o'clock here, so it'll be up later today, sometime today. Also, we'll be dropping is the episode number seventy, Hood Classics, American Gangsters. Me and Shahid have recorded it, and it'll be out to the masses around eight a.m. Yeah, 8 a.m. It should be out everywhere. Cool. iTunes. Cool. Can't wait to listen to that. Yeah, uh, that was a really good, uh, f- fun show to do just to go back and watch it because it's been a while since I watched American Gangsta. And she, oh, that's he, one of my favorite movies. I watched, that, I watched that at least once a year. Yeah, we had a nice little deep dive about that movie. But anyway, like I said, we'll be back sooner or later. Check your Twitter. You'll know. I'll set the announcement Hey, up. and if you guys like the show... Drop a review, man. Oh, yeah. Just, you know, stop, 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 you know, stop hesitating, man. Stars, review, reviews. Man. Yes, I don't man. care if they're good yeah, or bad. Definitely. 
I I, I nah, want to know. Nah, say, say, nah, save the bad ones, man. We don't want to hear. If you don't like the show, just don't listen. That's enough. <laughs> you ain't got to drop no negative review. Say what you feel. It don't bother me. Facts. That's the only way I get better. Facts. I only get better unless Facts. somebody tell me I need to get better. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll be back hopefully soon. Won't be, it won't be too late, but it'll be soon, maybe the next two weeks. I'm not sure when Fastlane <laughs> is. So uh, The I, 21st, I believe. Uh, yeah, I guess we, we will be back in about two weeks. <laughs> we'll it, keep y'all posted, man. Yeah, That's if it's, why you need to follow. Yeah. Follow me, follow Jeff. Man. So you'll know. Anyway, um, y'all be safe. We out of here. Peace. All right, peace, y'all.